so sloppy how I caught you slipping up. You're off the lease, run me my keys. No more popping up the idiot. I ain't even got the miles to trip on ya. No phone. Welcome to another episode of Adulting with Wine. I'm your host, Sasha. We're still a Black Business Month. I don't know if you guys are feeling it or not, but we're getting close to the end. Um, I have Cantrice here who has a home line. I know a lot of the people that I had uh, as a part of Black Business Month, you know, have aspirations of one day having a home line. So hopefully they're listening to this to get the tips from Cantrice about how to start their home, the home line of their business getting to to get started. But Cantrice, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And you? <laughs> I'm good. You know, I'm just here. I'm home every day, basically. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking of ways to diversify, diversify my schedule. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you. How yeah. You yeah. I mean, I'm home. I'm adjusting to being home all the time, obviously now. So, but I mean, it's good for me because I'm working on little projects here while I'm in the home as well. So it's all it's it's working out. It's fine. I'm I'm going with the times. <laughs> Nothing I can do. Did you did you fully as someone who owns a home line? Did you fully like change up your all your home decor? <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, I'm, I was gonna tell you about that as well. Like I had to. Well, if you want me to start from the beginning, I can. I I just had to actually pivot my business. Period. Because before this, I was doing actual interior design. So I was doing interior design, like with commercial spaces, mainly commercial spaces, a little bit of residential. It hasn't gotten there yet. But um, in 2020, I started this, let me just go from the beginning, but basically I started the business in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started because um, we did a, 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 well, I led and did a brownstone renovation in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. So we did like a four- level renovation of everything like you know completely gutted like it was it was a brownstone that was built in nine well they're all built in the 1900s so we pretty much just brought it up to date and brought it up to um 2020 you know like and did a whole gut renovation so um that was at that time in 2018 and I just decided I mean actually that started sorry let me back up I did that actual renovation that was done in 2015 to 2016 Mm-hmm. Um, in 2017, that's when we started, it was basically finished and everything. And I was, I also, uh, gave birth to my son at that time. So I went on maternity leave from my job as a social worker. So being on maternity leave and then seeing all of the fun that I had with the renovation that I did prior, I was like, you know, this is really a good thing. I love this home stuff. I love home decor you know, I think it's the perfect time for me to just get started and just go ahead and just do my own thing. So while being on maternity leave 2018, in that time frame, um, I formed the LLC for my company. And, um, and then, like I said, it's called Sanai Carter Interior. Um, so with that, you know, I was just doing, like I said, the commercial renovations and projects in the city, like New York City, big buildings. Um, sometimes it'll be like a hotel, like simple, simple things. Like it could be a hotel lobby. Um, like, you know, they would ask for different updates or to just, you know, make it nice, you know, for the, um, for the building, whatever the, whatever the client would ask for, that's what I was actually, you know, having to present. Um, so I did that for, I'll say from 2018 to 2019. And then of course, 
the pivot happened in 2020. Um, <laughs> the pivot happened for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the pivot. Yeah, the pivot, right. So um, I could, before that, I really wasn't so much e-commerce is what I'm saying. I was more of a service base. And I just, you know, I said, you know what? I still got to keep this thing going. I really like what I'm doing. I really like sourcing good home decor. You know, I really like curating good items, good, you know, good products, even creating them. Because sometimes I, I create the bottles um, myself and I do the labels, you know, things like that. So I'm, I'm saying to myself, I said, you know, let me do something different. So this was about, I, I would say, March of 2020. Um, and that's when, you know, I went full e-commerce. I actually um, just put the services on hold. I actually went into virtual. That's what I did. I started doing virtual servicing. But you know, that was kind of slow as well. So with everything going on in the pandemic. So put that on hold for a little while. So, all right, I'm gonna just go with this e-commerce. It just kind of like, you know, it's still growing, but it, it actually went good, you know, because now people were able to just go, hey, well, you know, I could just go on her site and just directly purchase the things that she's already recommending without me necessarily, you know, having to book a service, call her and this, that, and the third. So, you know, and it, it to me, it was just a good thing. It was, it was convenient for people. You know, it's easier. It's not something like, I'm not selling products where, you know, you're going into, it's like Target or like a, um, like a home goods. These are things that you're not going to find in those stores. I mean, in most case scenarios, you, you'll find something similar, but I have a uniqueness into the things that I source, you know, and, and also I'm trying to stay with the, like the eco-friendly type things, the Martin, you know, like that's my thing, the minimalist, minimalist style. Like those are my things that that's what stands out from you just going to like, oh, hey, let me go to Target and pick that up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to find exactly what's what I'm, what I have in my store in a Target is what I'm saying. Right, right. I definitely agree with that. Um, <laughs> when I was going through your state, I saw like these, um, the matte black uh, hand soap. Oh, mm-hmm. girl, I was looking for those like forever. I was in Target, <laughs> and I was just like, I can't find a decent um hand soap dispenser without right. it being like filled with soap, a soap that smells bad. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, mm-hmm. looking on your side, I was like, wow, this is exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, and it's I will say it's relatively affordable because I want to I want to tax our people's pockets. <laughs>
you know, other people who are, who specialize in renderings do those things for you. So with that said, that's exactly what I do. So I source around the world. I look for the products that are, you know, like, like I said, it's either sustainable or it's, it's like, it's just something quality, you know, like I look for it and then that's when I make the purchases like that. And then again, there's things that I just create on my own. Or if I see, if I have a vision, I'll have the manufacturer create it for me. You understand? Like they'll always ask me, oh, well, what are you thinking? You know, then we'll walk through it. I'll walk through um, my ideas with the actual create the manufacturer and then we'll produce it and create a line. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm always just like, I'm, I'm fascinated by like how things are made. So mm-hmm. like knowing that you could just like go to somebody and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to build this. We're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah you can like, pretty much create anything you like. I mean, if, as long as you find, you're finding the person in that industry, of course, you understand? Like, um, like for instance, like I'm saying, I have these uh, ceramic diffusers. So, I mean, the, the style of it was already there, but like I wanted something very minimal. So I just added my little touches to it like that. You know, that's one app. That's one way of doing it, I'm saying. But yeah, for the most part, you can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. yeah and I'm sure like now like it's so much easier compared to like yours like 10 20 years ago because now we have like 3d printers and all yeah. that like yeah fascinating mm-hmm. thing so mm-hmm. I I love like technology I'm a person that's like I'm not like a geek in the sense that I like will get into it but like I'm like simply wowed by like the fact that people can do things yeah but anyway mm-hmm. enough about me going back to you mm-hmm. um so I wanted to ask like how do you feel? Because I know that you kind of like jumped into interior design by chance. No, this is actually my passion. I've had it. I didn't speak about it, but I've actually been, I've been doing like, so for homes, homes, like I've, I've lo- I have a whole thing for homes and houses and just how things look like, you know, like that certain aesthetic. Like I like to keep right. a, a nice, good vibe of decor. Like I'm not really that person that wants you know, the decor that's just like all gaudy and stuff like that. I like, I like a very minimal look, a minimal chic look. That's my, that's my thing. I mean, I'm not sure if that's a, a thing, but that's what I'm creating. <laughs> that's what I'm putting out oh, there. That, that definitely <laughs> is a thing. I feel like that's yeah. kind of like my yeah. kind of decor. Like I like, yeah. um, I like mixing like wood with like right. white and black. Exactly. And right. Like, Neutral tones and stuff. Right. Gold. That's my favorite. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's just, it's kind of been there. It's just been there. It's just professionally. That's what I went to school for. I have a master's in social work. So, you know, and then my education and things to that nature is what brought me to that social work and uh, those fields of, you know, when I came out of school at that time. But, you know, when you become a certain age, you know, later on in life, what they say is, you know, you really do fall into your true passion, you know? And mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm doing. And that's exactly what I'm falling into. And that's, and I'm just sticking with it. I think it's right. a thing, yeah. So like, I know that you always have, have a passion for it, but like interior design is usually something that like people go to school for. So when you are all intimidated by like going into a field that like people tend to like have like a whole education behind, like what was that like? I know like for me, having like an imposter syndrome behind things that you tend to not think you don't know about but you have a passion for it it can be intimidating right so um I'll say 
Right. I, you know, I felt a little like, okay, maybe I should go back and take a few classes, especially in the, the whole um, rendering piece, like as far as sketching and creating um, renderings and things of that nature. But as far as just having like that vision, I, I don't know. I don't feel, I feel like that's just something that you just don't go to school and get a degree for or actually sit in a classroom to learn. Yes, you can go to learn the education behind it, you know, the actual book smarts of it. <laughs> of course, anybody, you know, they, they do that. That's what you can do. That's fine. But it's, it's just flows. And then as I started to, to be honest, as I started to get on social media, I've seen a lot of interior designers that are self-taught, to be honest. Like a lot of them just, you know, had a passion with it. So when I saw that, I said, okay, well, you know, it's not something you actually have to go to school for, you know? And that's when I said, I'm just going to keep going, you know, like <laughs> I'm a yes. grow, I'm a grow, I'm growing in it. And then just, you know, obviously I, I've, I've taken a couple of courses I have, you know, just to like, just to build like my the growth inside of me with the whole design piece. But as far as the client piece, I have already had that because uh, as a social worker, that's what I had already. I had to work with people and clients. <laughs> so I kind of brought everything back together. I'm still able to work and, you know, is and work with people that's the main thing and bring people's vision out to life that's really what it is but yeah I mean you know you don't really have to to me I'm learning you know you don't you just don't have to everything you don't necessarily have to go to school for you know right and I'm, no. saying, I'm a person with a master's degree and I'm just telling you because I'm really seeing that that's just I mean you know certain fields of course but yeah I always say, like, if you want to be a doctor, then you definitely need to go to school. It, of but, course, right? <laughs> it's okay. Like, yeah, you won't, you won't miss you won't miss class. But if right. you're a doctor, please don't skip that part. You can't. <laughs> please do not. Right. Don't be out here with the practice, and you're not a real doctor. Just um, right. But I want to go back a little bit into your services side because I know <laughs> that you offer. I'm assuming, like. Um, design actual like designing uh, services where you like actually go in and help people consult with people about designing their home or their yeah. commercial spaces as you mentioned yeah. so what goes into that process um, um, because I know a lot of people feel like interior design like it's not like I don't want to say it's not work but like people mm -hmm. feel like okay you're helping you pick a couch but like oh <laughs> so like I want to know like actually oh, feel like that I didn't know that now <laughs> the story so like yeah, my boss one time um I used to work in a co-working space uh -huh. and uh, he hired designers to uh buy furniture for the space as right. you should right um and then about a year into the space being open which is about I think I, I don't know it was like two years after the space opened because at that time I was working there for a year and he said you know like the couches kind of look dingy but like should I like order new couches or what do you think so I was just like no don't order a new couch the couch is fine because mm -hmm. honestly it was still fine it mm -hmm. kind of like at the it, it kind of needed like a refresh so I was like you know what let's get like new pillows like let's freshen up the space so he went back to the designers and like they picked out a bunch of pillows and then at the end he was just like they charged me for like 12 hours for picking out 12 pillows like come on <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't argue bills but I argued that so that's why I mentioned that. So like, tell me a little bit about the design process and what goes into it for people who don't know. 
Okay. So I only can give you my perspective and how I did things. Every, I will say this, every single interior designer does it different. There's no book structure. There's no actual, you know, it's nothing written down on you're supposed to do A, B, C, D, and E. You know what I mean? So for me, um, like I said, what I would do, because this is, I'll speak from a commercial perspective. So for me, say it's like, um, these are building owners, right? I'm speaking from their perspective. So most times they're like, oh, okay. Like I said, they just, they're looking to renovate or update a hallway or something or elevated to that nature. So what I have to do is send them a proposal. Um, most times the proposal could include, uh, let's just say they wanted like, okay, let's work with the, the elevator. Right. So I have to figure out what type of panel, what type of um, panel for, you know, where the knobs are going to go on an elevator like that. It gets really technical or what color, what type of um, design is going to be on the floor, what type of tiling. So what I would do is I would send a bunch of different samples and different brands of, um, you know, the actual material of what they uh, would probably, you know, would lean toward like, you know, get an idea, you know, you want to, you, you definitely want to include the, the whole thing around everything. You, you have to ask the person mainly all the questions to get an idea of where and what this person wants. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I, I can't just come in here and just, just do the whole thing without some type of input to hear this person's style. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to come and just put my whole style in the, in, the, in, the, in the elevator. So that's the main thing. Like, so you send a proposal, they go over it, they look at it. Cause again, they also have to make sure, then they have, you have to find out the budget. Um, what's your budget like? You have to, everything needs to fall in line, you know? And then, so once they approve it, once they approve the budget, once they approve the proposal, once, you know, things uh, to that nature, once they approve even contractors, like it might be a point, it may, it may be like, say, if I have contractors, they may not want to use my contractors. They may want to use their own. So now I have to go talk with the contractors and see sometimes too, you have to also pay attention. Remember I'm a woman, you know, uh, <laughs> they want to, they want to, they want to look at me and go, Oh, okay. What's she talking about? Like, you know, sometimes they might not want to work with you too. So you gotta, it's a lot of those types of things that, you know, you got to go back and forth with and um, make it work out. But that's from, from when I was doing commercial, those are the little experiences and the things that, that I've um, experienced during that time. But like I said, it's a, definitely a proposal. It's definitely a budget. You're definitely talking and, and conversing a lot just to make sure everything is on the same page. And then you just go into production once once you hire the contractors and once you get the material. And that's pretty much it. And you just start work. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to touch a little bit about what you said about like working in the industry as a woman. Yeah. So what is it like working in interior design and like, home design um and commercial design as a black woman like have you well, faced yeah. like, racism yeah. or is it just strictly like sexism because I never even knew that interior design was like um male dominated but well no I mean <laughs> let me say it's not male dominated let me let me backtrack what it is is that remember so I'm working with the contractors let me say oh, that sure that, yeah. that's, the, that's the part where it gets a little you know because it's, you know, they're men and they're, a lot of times they are not my color. And that's the other thing too, you know? So you just want to get somebody that's workable. You know, you just want to have, um, I, I can't say I experienced any race, racism. I will say, I won't say I did, 
but I'm just saying, you, you know, you could just, you always have that, some of these men who sometimes feel like, oh, okay, she doesn't know what she's talking about. But then a lot of times once I start talking about material and, you know, picking out the right material that is, is actually a good fit, they're like, oh, wow, this is good. That was good. This worked out good. You know, we end up having like a good, a good outcome after all. Cause they're like, oh, this turned out great. I didn't know that this was good like this, you know? But of course I'm always there for um, their recommendations. I'm not saying that I know it all. That's not the, that's mm -hmm. not the case at all. Like uh, obviously they are the contractor. I'm just the one that has the vision and the idea and the, you know, what how I want to put it together. So of course, if they have more material experience, of course I'll take it. But those are the only things, I mean, being a woman in this industry, to be honest, it is, I think it's more woman dominated. It's not actually male dominated. It's just, that was just on a contractor perspective. Cause I work with a hundred. A lot of contractors. <laughs> so yeah. I guess I was also thinking about it that way. But if you work like if that's more commercial, but when you're doing it, um, I, I didn't speak too much on the residential side. I didn't really do too much residential. I did like one small uh, residence, but on a residence side, I did our personal residences. Let me say that. Like we, we <clears throat> I did my investment property and then I did the brownstone and then I did the new property that we currently live in. So again, it's still working with people because you still have to hire contractors. You still have to, you know, and then it's still, to me, it's still the same concept. It's still just the idea of just knowing what you want. That's just the whole thing. I always come in knowing what I want already. <clears throat> so they're like, oh, okay she's ready to go. Like they like that. A lot of, even with the builder of the, the home we recently uh, built, he said, you're the first person that like I've built a home for that I had no issues with. Like, and you knew exactly what you wanted. <laughs> but that's when I told him, you know, obviously I was like, yeah, cause I'm an interior designer. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask, like, what do you feel like is the most difficult client type of client to work with? Is it like someone who wants you to, it's kind of like a laissez-faire and it's just like, you'll do your thing. I just don't want to be a part of it. Or is it someone who's like more indecisive? Um, probably the indecisive person because, so like, let's just speak on a thought, like I had a virtual, um, uh, a virtual design so like I've sent the client a whole lot of like different um I don't know if you want to say like mood boards and things of that nature just to show them like give them visions give them ideas they you know sometimes it's like oh I don't know if I want that one but I like this one it's like you know I think that's the only thing but I mean I'm okay with it because it takes time the whole design thing does take time it's not something that you could just throw it like, you know, doing like, I don't know, like a two month fashion or whatever for a client. Like it's, it can take like six months to a year if, if possible, like depending on, you know, budgets, depending on product availability, product, you know, item availability, everything like couches and things of that nature. So just, just that whole part of just getting the person to, I guess, just make the final decision on what they want would be the, the best thing. The, I mean, the hardest thing to, you know, to work with. Right. I can only imagine. I feel like I can't be an interior designer because there's so many options. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, listen, we can go with this or go with that. But I feel like when it's like your personal thing, it's like you always know what you want. But deciding right. for other people, 
Like, right. I'll be there all day. So kudos to you, like for putting that all together, because yeah. I could never. Let's yeah. <laughs> but you know, well, like I said, I think to me too is more so like just getting to know the person a little bit more, right? And just when you start working with them every day, you know, and then they're sending you these their concepts and their ideas, and then you're looking at it, and you know, you're, it's easy for me to just go ahead and search up some things that they like. You know what I mean? It's just what comes down to making the actual decision, to be honest, for a lot of people is the budget and the pricing. <laughs> so if this couch is $5,000 and this couch is, and your budget is 500, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't get the couch. So now we figured out we got to get the $500 couch, <laughs> but you know, that's just like how I look at it. I mean, you know, it's not like I said. There's no wrong way or right way to to really, you know, make it like it's bad. It's not. It's not really a bad thing. I don't think because it's also giving the person just more time to communicate. Right, right, right. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, where do you see the future of your brand going now that you've kind of had to pivot your um, business to be more online? Yeah. So, where do you see it going if we ever get out of the pivot? I know. So to be honest, it's, it's crazy. Cause like, I think I see myself actually going into a store at some point, you know, like I'm not, not a, not a, um, a big name store, meaning me, I want to have my own store. Brick and mortar. Exactly. Like I want to exactly brick and mortar. I want to just bring my whole concept to, you know, somewhere, maybe Brooklyn where I'm from, you know, hopefully we'll see you know, and just, just, just bring something different to the community. And they're like, oh, wow. All right. So this is home goods and it's equal friendly. It's Martin It's you know, it's, 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 it's a whole different style. This is, this is good. This is different. So I think that's where I'm heading, you know, to be honest, I may possibly keep some services on the back end, but I like this way better. And it's just crazy. Like I, 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 I didn't really, like, I really wasn't thinking I was going to go into this e-commerce thing at all. Like, to be honest, it was just more of a service-based thing, but I really like it. I really like it. I really like, you know, sourcing these items, getting these items in. I like getting the feedback from the, from the customers. They, they're so like happy, like, oh my God, this is so nice. Like when they receive it, you know, it's, it's cool. I like it. I like the whole, I like the, like, I guess the insp- inspiration behind it, you know, like how people are just, excited to to have these things in their home which I think is a great thing because our right. home, you know our home is our vibe our home is our is our our place where we're supposed to come home and just you know kick up kick our feet up and just feel relaxed we live in a crazy world so this is the place where you have to do the best at your home you know what I'm saying so. Right. And I'm sure it's like a bigger impact because now you're getting like, instead of just working with like one, like three or four or one to two people at a time, now you're, you get direct feedback from like exactly. multiple people at a time. Which right. Is awesome. Which is way better. And I love that. So definitely a store, you know, Lord willing, that will be, <laughs> that will be where I will be. A multiple stores if I can. And I'll just try to keep manifesting as they say. And yeah, and praying. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think that yeah. would be so dope. Like a black owned West Elm. Like I'm into yeah. it. I'm into yes. It. And I love how you said that because it's like, that's kind of like, you know, 
it's it, that's exactly it like that's kind of what the, the what the vibe is if you want to just give it like if you have to give my decor a kind of sense of what it looks like is it is, is, you can say west elm yeah i like yeah that. i definitely get west elm. But like a cb2 <laughs> yeah like a cb2 i have to think about that um, yeah but yeah mm-hmm but yeah, definitely. I see it. I see it. And you know, I'll be there. I'm from New York, so I'm I'll check out the store <laughs> if you ever open it. Like, I'm, yes. when, I'm sorry, when you open it, because yes. Man- yes, yes, I'll be there. Yeah, to come back in person. <laughs> but thank you so much, Cantrice, for being a part of the podcast and sharing your story about your home line and e-commerce, um, as well as design experience. It was really um helpful. And you guys, thanks for listening. Um, and listen for the rest of Black Business Month. Be sure to follow um, Cantrice's home um, Instagram uh, at Tonight Carter Tonight. Home. Yes, Tonight Carter <laughs> Home. She said it faster than I can say it. Um, <laughs> that's Tonight C I N A A Home. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, and also follow the podcast on Adulting with Wine, which I'm sure if you're listening, you're already following because duh. Bye. Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings. Don't leave no pieces. You need to hurry and pick up your feelings.